right, welcome to the Gun Podcast. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm joined with Teen again. And today we're going to be doing a conversation with two of our very own students in year 13. And I think I'll let them introduce themselves. Uh, Vanessa first. Hi, my name is Vanessa. I'm currently in year 13. I take economics, maths, and chemistry. And also we have Rachel. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm also in year 13, and I also take the same subjects as Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. And I think to kick off with, we better sort of let people know what we're here to talk about. The idea was that one of the most recent PTCs I held with um, you guys and your parents, um, out of all the students, it appeared that you two were the most, uh, how do we put this, most, most refreshed and least stressed. And at the time as well, I think you both had huge amounts of work on and you seemed to be coping really well. And you both replied with why that was with you prioritise sleep. So do you want to just talk a bit more? Maybe you could tell us a bit what you said to me at the night, on the night. Okay. Um, well, I think, at least amongst my friends, I certainly am a bit of an anomaly, except for Rachel, who also <laughs> prioritises sleep. Um, I think nowadays there's a big stigma surrounding sleep. Oftentimes we associate sleep with slacking or one immediate thought that uh, people have when you say, oh, I slept at 9.30 last night, is that, oh, this person must have nothing better to do. Or lazy. Yeah, or they're lazy. (laughs) Um, And I think, you know, it's a bit absurd because our immediate thought should be, wow, this person really has his or her life together and um, they're doing the right thing. So this stigma surrounding sleep, I think, is certainly one big issue. And um, my mom actually is the one who's always telling me that I should sleep early. Uh, But having listened to a few talks, Ms. Marsh gave a really good sleep talk a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. The science surrounding the importance of sleep is actually astounding. So it just goes to show that you should listen to your mom and sleeping (laughs) early is important. Can you remember anything about what was said in the talk, Rachel? Um, They were just mainly talking about the consequences of um, not getting enough sleep and how you shouldn't use caffeine as a kind of crutch. Um, to help like support you when you're not sleeping or like t- uh, being wary of what kind of medication you're taking as well um, when you're sick so that was the main things that they were talking about and I think I think um, Mr. Corbett as well also spoke in one of our briefings about the book that was written by Matthew Walker who is currently the sort of the first sort of name that springs to mind when you think about sleep science now He's made a big name for himself and he's been on a lot of podcasts and TED Talks and he's spoke about how important it really is. And one of the things he says that there isn't actually a bodily function that we know of that doesn't benefit from sleep. And, you know, in terms of, you know, we're, in, we're all in the, the business of learning and sleep is very important both before you start learning and obviously after to reduce the amount of forgetting. Um, I find it particularly interesting coming to Asia where there's a whole other, you know, culture surrounding sleeping because where I'm from, Denmark, it's so important. Like, we take it super important. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny to think about how, you know, when you are a baby, people keep talking about how often babies need sleep. Yet, as we grow older, sleep becomes less of an importance for some reason, yeah. which, like you, I find a I just don't understand it. And I'm glad that Matthew Walker is taking, you know, a 
front a forward step but mm. I don't understand why it's happening now because yeah. it's not you new. knew this all along right <laughs> but it's just one of those things it's not new like one of the things we've sent out I remember when I was in primary was this thing to show parents how much do you actually need sleep at a certain age and I've had I've got it here just to let you know, all know because I think mm. it's quite interesting so when you're an infant 4 to 12 months you need 12 to 16 hours per 24 hour period one so to half two, a day basically basically yeah Two to three, uh, two, one to two years old, 11 to 14 hours. Three to five, 10 to 13. Six to 12, nine to 12 hours. And 13 to 18 years old, eight to 10 hours. So that's you guys. So how, how are you doing? First of all, sorry. <laughs> how many hours are you getting a night? Um, I think on a good night, I get around nine hours. but Which is amazing. Yeah, to be honest, you know, with the okay. workload and all, uh, it's probably closer to seven to eight hours. I think a lot of, of your peers would probably say, well, I don't have time to sleep because mm-hmm. I've got so much work to do. So how do you manage to do both? Yeah. <laughs> because is it a good enough excuse that you don't have enough time? That's the big question, I guess, like finding that balance. Um, like I said earlier, I think a lot of us neglect sleep and we think that it's not a priority. But uh, that's certainly something I think that needs to be reimagined because sleep is as important as mm. all of our um, other priorities like exercise, eat, studying. Mm. Like Mr. Solomon said, sleep is essential to kind of um, collect our thoughts and process what we've learned mm. throughout the day and also equally important, kind of forget the things that we don't need to remember. Yeah. Well, your brain develops through when you're sleeping. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So. Um, one thing that I think has really helped me is not only managing my time, but also managing my focus. Yeah, yeah. a lot of times we hear people saying, oh, uh, it's, it's just about time management. But equally important is managing your focus and kind of allotting yourself towards 100% focusing on a certain task at a certain time and making sure that you're not distracted by technology or social mm-hmm. media. And the irony is probably that it's sort of a vicious circle. If you don't have enough sleep you're probably more likely to be um you know Tired. distracted and all by those things, things take more time to do yeah i think if you're getting sleep and a lot enough sleep then when you when you start doing your work you don't feel that you keep revisiting and you know i think one thing that matthew walker says in his book was that if you you know you're, you're tired if you read a a line of a book or something and you, you almost have forgotten it straight away and you need to go back and read it yeah. and if you're, if you're feeling tired then obviously everything's going to take longer and you're going to take more time to get through the work that you've been given that, that people like yourselves who are possibly more refreshed than other students will do in less time yeah I think a lot of people say like when you get sleep your brain works on a whole other level mm. and, and it's quite interesting because we're basically not using our brain as much as we should. We're not utilizing it enough if we're not yeah. getting the sleep. I think one thing that stood out from the book that Matthew Walker wrote for me was the fact that we've been sort of as human beings on the planet for, for hundreds of thousands of years, mm. and it's one thing that's not been selected out. Mm-hmm. Um, you're obviously the most vulnerable when you're asleep, and you know I think the, the problem with that is obviously going back thousands and thousands of years. If you're very vulnerable you're going to be in danger of being yeah, murdered at or whatever it might be. <laughs> Whereas it's not something that the human body has... It has was yeah, not evolution has not yeah. moved it out, which means it must be important. And there isn't any animals that don't sleep. There isn't anything on the planet that doesn't sleep. It's quite interesting because in Denmark, we, uh, 
yeah, I don't know if you know Denmark, we've been told that they're one of the happiest countries in the world. Yeah, yeah also a place where we prioritize to sleep. <laughs> one of the things that we do with our children um, when they're little is that they actually sleep outside to get the optimal sleep, not in the night, but don't worry, but during the day, during their naps during the day, they'll be wrapped up in their cot and in their, um, or their buggy, with, and they'll be totally warm, don't worry, <laughs> and then they'll stand outside because the fresh air and everything, and they'll sleep for about three hours outside often I'm not saying all kids do this but quite often that is the case two and a half hours and they it makes such a different impact on learning and everything as they're growing up if they get enough sleep yeah. Um, and yeah it's just a very interesting thing um, how do you make sure you get a good night's sleep though like the routine do you have a routine that you you follow yeah um I think it's really important to establish a routine. So um, if I do any exercise, it will be at least three hours or like four hours before my bedtime. Okay. So I'm not like uh, awake. All hyper. All hyper, <laughs> yeah. And then um, an hour before my bedtime or like around half an hour, I will not like use my phone or any other That's gadgets. That's great advice. Mm. Yeah, and I'll just like take the time to like kind of like unwind, I guess. Maybe like put on some sort of like meditation kind mm. of thing. Oh, yeah, from like YouTube, <laughs> and then I usually set a reminder to, to like half an hour before I would want to sleep to like say like get yourself ready for bed and stuff. So then that way I can like optimize my full. So eight you hours. Are, you are basically now describing what seems to me the perfect <laughs> routine in a mm-hmm. yeah. that everyone yeah. should follow. Yes, yeah. I like the idea that you are listening to meditation. Is it like a sleep meditation or is it just? Um, different one every time or yeah. the same one you go um, to back to it's kind of different it depends like if I feel particularly tired that day then I'll just uh, solely do like a sleep one yeah. but if I'm feeling stressed that day it'll be more of a relaxation cool. kind. Okay. maybe we could put a couple of links to things yeah. that you've listened to in, in the notes I know there'll be some people who you know not everyone finds it easy to fall asleep so they might go to bed early but they might not find it easy to fall asleep in the evening and their minds are just mm. working and the meditation is yeah. a very good way to overcome that I've, I've done that myself whereas I have there's an app called Calm mm. and mm. there's a sleep yeah. uh, sleep meditation bedtime stories so, well I use that for the kids <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I put the sleep meditation on and I'm literally because I focus on her voice yeah. rather than trying to all the thoughts I have mm. in my head mm. I'm out within minutes Yeah, because I just don't think about anything else yeah. and I appreciate this is the and I, I do understand a lot of people like well I actually can't fall asleep that is my advice same as yeah. yours yeah. I think things like limiting caffeine after a certain mm. time yes. I think I think again in the book he says something like it's got a half life of about seven hours yeah. Yeah. so if you plan backwards make sure your last coffee is well within yeah. or before that window begins but also a very good point that you made Rachel is that no iPads yeah. phones half an hour before yeah, it's the bed. white light your it circadian rhythm I mean, thinks there are, you there's research upon research upon research yeah. and articles about how blue, bad blue it is to yeah. lie in bed with your phone or your laptop and we're all guilty right no. are you, yeah. so, do you still every now and again or are you very strict with yourselves uh, I put my phone on airplane mode and like far away from where I'm sleeping that's wonderful good yeah. 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 So? <laughs> uh, I wish Not I quite had as, as part, much yeah. control <laughs> as Rachel um, I do have this blue light filter yeah. on my yeah. phone which I use but uh, it is a bit difficult for oh. me to it, completely it, it can be I must admit I mean, I've put my phone in the other room that's I don't even take it in I find room. that difficult but um, I have because it's my alarm as well and, and that's yes. a terrible excuse you should just buy an alarm <laughs> yeah 
But also, um, something I do use is the blue blocker glasses. I bought some of those. Yeah. You can get them locally on Lazada, actually, and they're great for from the laptop at night because sometimes you do have to do things, you know, mm-hmm. the nature of the, the work. Um, and you can get an app on your laptop as well that changes the yeah. lights. Yeah, what's that called? Can uh, you remember? It's called Flux. Flux, that's right. Yeah. I have that on mine, I think, yeah. as well. Yeah. And I always keep turning it back up, knowing that I shouldn't. Yeah. Just so I can Same. see it I mean, clearly. Yeah. I'm terrible. Um, do you have any other tips? Um, if you nap, try not to do it so close to your bedtime. Uh, yeah. So I typically nap at like around 3 p.m. Okay. Yeah. Daily? Uh, not uh, just when I feel like I need it then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is it like a power nap? Because there's a difference in yeah, types yeah, of the time good, good times. Yeah. How long do you do it for? 45 minutes. Okay. Is that Are you set in a time? Uh, I think like maybe an hour, I guess. Like 45 to an hour because it takes you a while to fall asleep yeah. in the first right. place. I must admit it's incredible and you'll see this as well when my children have had a bad night's sleep their behaviour the next day oh God, yeah. is, is horrendous outrageous I probably mean, worse than if they've had sugar which is never good either no. <laughs> I mean just this uh, Sunday my son didn't sleep very well and, and we were about to go to my friend's house like look mate you need a nap and he's seven <laughs> and like, you need a nap like, I don't need a nap you need a nap or else I'm not taking you anywhere and it was 40 minutes and it changed his behaviour completely and it's the same with us. I mean, whether you're 7, 18, or 34. Yeah. 12, 30, 39. <laughs> it changes. It, it doesn't make a difference. We all need it. I mean, yeah. I've definitely tried to get yeah. eight hours of sleep. Yeah, and I think, I think one thing that really does help is reading something that maybe isn't related to school yes. and isn't on a device before bed or work as well so going to bed with a book that just you can lose yourself in even if it's just nothing particularly special it just allows your brain to slow down and (laughs) set you up ready for the sleep that's about to happen yeah I think a couple of other tips that I might share as well and this came from you you said you prioritize sleep Vanessa Mm -hmm. which is what you said when we we spoke with your parents at the PTC and I think actually going on Google Calendar planning your time well saying what time you'll be going to bed which means you can work backwards and you know what time you need to be stopping work yeah. any drinks and things are planned when you're not going to have them anymore and even setting alarms like last coffee mm-hmm. whatever it might be mm-hmm. and if you can you know schedule these things in mm-hmm. then I imagine that's going to set you up for a better night's sleep yeah. um, the other one as well this came from David Allen who's, who's a bit of an organisation specialist he talks about writing everything down um, we have this working memory in our brain constantly for things going over in your mind you're worried that you might forget them, whatever it might be. If you just write things down, he calls our brain um, a thinking tool, our working memory is a thinking tool, not a storage device. So the best thing to do is to, anything that's in your mind that you need to do tomorrow, either schedule it in the calendar or write it down, and that way your brain can then go to bed without anything churning over, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, anything else? Yeah, I actually I found some articles as well, and interestingly enough, um, the blue light doesn't actually give problems, sleeping problems for people who've been outside or has had daylight for 6.5 hours a day. So it can offset. So yeah, Mm. so if you've been outside and all the time, then it shouldn't be a problem. But if you're sitting inside all day on your laptop, Mm. that Mm. makes a difference. Being outside in general changes your sleep pattern as well. If if you exercise, but if you're outside playing for smaller kids or doing exercise, that will just make that will change it as well. So, um, yeah, that was just it, right? Nice. (laughs) Great. Well, I think what we'll do is we'll probably include a few links to notes to this discussion. It's been really interesting. Have you got anything else that you'd like to add before you go? Um, I think something worth noting 
uh, when I was researching about the effects of sleep deprivation, one thing that really stood out to me is that you can't recover no. your sleep deprivation. That's a good yeah, point. and I think that's that really incur, scary. Yeah, yeah because yeah. Um, we always think that oh, during the weekday I'll just sacrifice my sleep and I'll sleep in on the weekends. Mm. But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I think so the science recommends that you get up every day at the same time. Yeah. 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 So even on the weekend, which I know a lot of people find very difficult because that's <laughs> when they do that catch yeah. up and they believe they're you know, paying back the debt that they've built up over the week. Yeah. So that's good advice. Yeah, that's very good. I, that, I hadn't, that's very good advice. I also found um, apparently sleep is important in terms of the brain. If you don't get enough sleep, a poor quality increases the risk of disorders including high blood pressure, uh, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, depression and obesity. Incredible. It's very scary. I think the first page of that book... Uh, my wife Jade read it and she decided that she did not want to read any more because she was terrified. Uh, she, felt, she felt that she was so scared she wouldn't sleep. But <laughs> it's really important. Um, Rachel, anything from you before we go? Um, just like two apps I would recommend for like awesome. meditation. Uh, one is um, Calm, as you said before, and Headspace. Brilliant. Yeah. Headspace is really good, good as well. Excellent. You get a free trial with that as well, don't you? So yeah. you can have a go. Same with Calm, actually. Super. You do. But it's not expensive, Calm. No, I don't think to get access to all the different I know things. educators people working in the education industry get free access to it possibly well, for, for us. life yeah <laughs> Sorry, I guys. know that because I've got it <laughs> I've got it for my kids so most evenings and I've like, got on uh, the story you can set notifications so they remind you um, like to get enough sleep or to relax for like a certain amount of time before you sleep so that's really good as well. brilliant well, thank you very much for coming along and um, yeah. I hope you sleep well tonight. <laughs> Spread you. the word. Yeah. <laughs> thank you.